Welcome to your daily dose. It's Bob. Nick and I are so glad you're here. I'm recording this intro before Nick's decided which episode belongs in this spot, but not a problem. I'm a professional improviser. I've written 10 random topics, put them in a hat now. I'm selecting one. Okay, here we go. Um, human sacrifice. Time for a comeback? <laughs> no, no. Okay, let me choose another one. Let's, how about um, this one? Why do men have nipples? Okay, I'm not intro on that. One more. One more from the hat. Third time's the charmer. Hmm. This is interesting. Nick, what's the right amount of petty? I've been thinking about this a lot and I always feel petty when I'm, I realize that somebody in my life just probably needs to go. <laughs> Wait, so then you get petty on them? Like, no, I think I'm being petty by cutting them out. Oh, right. Oh, right. Like, I, I generally am a show the other cheek, a forgive, forget, all of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. You, I, you seem like a forgiving human being. Yeah. But, but let's define petty. Yeah, I, petty I is like know. beneath you. I feel like that's like if you're being petty, you're you're focusing on the things that are so small, right? right. Uh, but if if you're talking about shutting someone out of your circle, it seems like that's kind of a. a big thing well at what point do you do that and right, it, it right, differs right. from person to person it differs from relationship to relationship. if you barely know somebody and yeah. they're a bit annoying yeah okay i could see that but it still feels in many cases like if i've been close to somebody whether it's a five-year 20-year 30-year relationship or even like a 30-month relationship even if it's a shorter one mm-hmm. um and i just decide that i'm better off not I'm feeling jerked around mm-hmm. so I'm better off just not talking to that person I think it's cumulative petty it's yep. like the lint trap of your life right it starts off nice and clear and then there's a little film but film you can deal with a little bit of film right yeah and then it gets thicker and it gets thicker until you can't see through it you can't breathe through it it's you're like gonna catch fire time to clean the lint yeah. trap and so you do but that's like I think cumulative pettiness that's that's almost like um passive aggressive it's like you receive you receive you receive you receive and then you're like forget this i'm ejecting all of this and i think it's kind of you to receive as long as you do i think that's a i think what you're being is patient and you're giving people a chance and then if they prove that they're not worthy of that chance you have no choice but you still feel bad about it because you're such a nice person i yeah and i do see the potential obviously there was something there yeah and still is even when you say goodbye to them you're throwing a little bit of baby out with the bathwater. i mean you have to admit a little bit so I wonder if the the metaphor or analogy, whatever it is with the dryer, is that the cleaning of the lint trap would actually be a conversation and clearing the air. Ah. Whereas what I'm doing is getting a new dryer entirely. <laughs> I'm just throwing that dryer out. And nobody can extend a metaphor like you. Yeah, that's, I just... I, that's good, though. That's, just, that's a great <laughs> point is that, you know, if you just work it. And guess what? If you have that conversation and the lint doubles the next time, then you know, you know there's a good chance that you're going to have to make some replacements. Yeah. But I, I like that patience because let's not panic. Let's not freak out and just you know, throw out the good things in our lives. But I, I, I had to say goodbye to a friend of mine. Uh, I mean, she was here when I was raising my kids and she was raising her kids at the same time. Mm-hmm. And we disagree 
politically and Mm. she became i won't say a troll but she was such a consistently negative force whenever i would express anything political uh, that i decided i really didn't need that anymore and yeah i could see that she reached out and guilted me about it she's like really after all we've been through and all the time we spent we went trick-or-treating with our kids together and now over politics you're letting me go and i was like yeah i am yeah because I, i was done I was done with that piece. That's not. I'm not done with her as a human being, but in terms of social media, I I don't need that presence. And I think this is the thing we all have to do without guilt. If you find that there's a negative force in your life, you have the right to stop that negative force in your life. Period. With no guilt. You know, be kind about it if you have to make the break. But after that, you know, different lives, different path. I think. <laughs> I think a lot though. I think you're right. And I do think a lot as well. (laughs) You do. I've been, I I often look like I'm thinking quite a bit. You are a thinker. You guess what? You couldn't be more of a thinker if you were naked sitting on a rock with your chin in your hand. Yeah. You know, uh, an overthinker, right? An overthinker, man, (laughs) that's a cool, that's a cool concept. I think the beard would actually make you that. Yes. There's the thinker by Rodan and there's the overthinker by Nick. Great. I love it. Thanks Rodan. Thanks for listening. I'm your old pal, Nick. Getting rid of somebody in your life who doesn't need to be there anymore does a lot for your mental health, but maybe you feel a little guilty. Maybe you feel a little bit more petty about it than you should. Like Bob says, you got to know when to hold them and know when to fold them. He used other words to say that, but the gist of it was the same. Have a great day.